0: Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today. Smartphones. The addiction to the use of smartphones. You know, this is not just a uh, issue for adolescent kids and parents. It's an issue for adults just as well. But you find it very distressing when it affects your children, particularly your teenagers. Parents have a difficult course of action to undertake in the control of smartphones and the use of smartphones by their kids. Put it in perspective. 90% of teenagers own a smartphone. So that's virtually everybody has one. Rich or poor, black or white, whatever. Everybody has a smartphone. Now, everybody has a problem then. Every parent has a problem, because it's not just having a smartphone, but it's being able to manage the use of that smartphone. And you know what? Kids, teenagers, have a great deal of difficulty managing the use of their smartphone, in the same way that they have difficulty managing the use of other things, whether it's alcohol, their body their makeup, or whatever it might be. Kids have great difficulty managing the things that they enjoy and that they are addicted to. Here's another fact. 47%, just say 50%, of parents fear their children have an unhealthy relationship with their smartphone. That is, using it too much Using it for the wrong reasons, putting on material that is inappropriate, and having generally poor judgment in its use. In other words, many times parents feel that the smartphone owns the kid, rather than the kid owning the smartphone. Now, it's a very addictive medium, very addictive if you're going to have uh, the ability to uh, have a smartphone, you have to have the ability to manage and to control and to use that smartphone wisely. It takes a very courageous parent to set up boundaries, control its use, limit its use with their teenagers. So, what are some of the issues when it comes to the use of smartphones by kids, teenagers. Well, obviously one thing is that many of them become very angry and uh, very upset when separated from their smartphone. Now, that separation might be a, a very appropriate thing for a parent to do. Take away the smartphone so the kid can study and get his homework done. Or you can have family conversation around the dinner table. But one of the problems is that when you take kids' smartphone away, they often become very, very angry, and upset, and mad, and might even retaliate. Parents have to deal with that. Set boundaries. Be firm. Be fair, but be firm, and then stick to it with every with every child, at all times. You can't waver. You can't. Uh, do one thing this week and a different thing next week. Here's another issue. Can your child control their behavior when they are not in the use of a smartphone? Can your child control his behavior when the smartphone's been taken away? Or will the child put you in a position where you have to return the phone before they will do what you ask them to do? That's a tough one for parents to deal with. Now, obviously, the answer is pretty clear. If you take away the smartphone, you don't give it back until it's earned back. And then you set the tone, the terms, you set the tone, you set the bases, you set the conditions for earning a smartphone back. But you don't vary. If you take it away you take it away, set the conditions for its return, and then honor that, follow that. But you better be swift, and you better be straightforward and consistent from day to day, week to week, and month to month. You know, there's another issue. The overuse of smartphones can certainly prevent a child from developing, a teenager from developing appropriate social skills, appropriate emotional skills, emotional expressive skills, communication skills. You see, by the use of smartphones, we don't do other things. And we don't talk. We don't communicate. We don't problem solve together. We don't decide together. We don't discuss issues together. You know, we don't engage in social behavior go places together smartphones separate smartphones isolate got to be careful in their use now there are a number of factors that you have to take into account when you think if is your child addicted to the use of a smartphone is is he addicted is she addicted? What about addictions? Well, smartphones can, you can be addicted to smartphones in the same way you can be addicted to alcohol and cigarettes and drugs and sexual behavior and food and even appearance. There are lots of things you're addicted to, shopping and so on. And you can be addicted to the use of smartphones just as well. Here are some of the conditions that determine whether a person is addicted or not. If a child or a teenager uses it, and then uses it more, and then uses it more, and then uses it more, and even resists its non-use, resists taking it away, for instance, that child has a symptom of addiction. In other words, the use of a smartphone promotes more use and when that's the case you're into the pathway of addiction it's like alcohol drink a little bit and you want to drink a little bit more you want to drink a little bit more then a little bit more and then a little bit, more, a little bit heavier alcohol you say use promotes more use number one issue in addiction is there an increasing use of the smartphone over time here's another factor when it comes to addiction is there agitation, anger, when the smartphone is taken away, when it's denied? You say there may be reasons to deny a child or teenager from using a smartphone. There may be reasons to take it away for a period of time, for an hour or for a day or for a week. There may be good reasons for that. But does a child have withdrawal symptoms, anger, frustration, madness, irritability, sarcasm? ...when you take away the smartphone. See, it's the same way with alcohol. If a person's been consuming alcohol... ...and the alcohol is denied... ...or taken away or prevented from use... ...does the person become agitated and irritable... ...by its non-availability or its non-use? See, that's a symptom of addiction. So if your kid has a smartphone... ...and then you take it away... ...or you limit its use... Does that child, does that teenager become irritable and mad and upset and angry? If so, you got an addiction theme going there. Okay? And then here's another one. If a child does not have the use of a smartphone, in the same way that if a person does not have access or availability to alcohol, Will the child or that person fight to get it? Strategize to get it? Lie to get it? Sneak around to get it? You see? That's what addiction is all about. People who are addicted to alcohol learn how to hide alcohol so they have it available. If it's taken away, they become very sneaky. They become very clever in getting it. Same with smartphones. Smartphones. If you take your child's smartphone away, will that child then engage in all kinds of behavior to sneak that f- smartphone back into his own hands and away from you as a parent? Lie. Steal it. Sneak it away somehow. Tell stories. Make up stories. And so on. That's all part of the addiction process. We do that in all forms of of addiction and we see it in the smartphone addiction process as well. Now those three points are generally true of all addictions. But let me ask you a couple questions regarding the addiction to a smartphone, okay? Is it the first thing that your teenager reaches for upon awakening in the morning? If it's the first thing, it's an obsession. That's part of addiction. Here's another one. Does your teenager sleep with a smartphone next to him in bed? If so, that's another mark of of addiction. Here's another one. Does your teenager use and seek out and use the smartphone whenever he or she is bored and doesn't have much to do So they turn to the use of the smartphone as the answer to boredom. Here's another one. Did your teenager become agitated and irritable when the smartphone is either taken away or for some reason is lost or misplaced or is out of sight? Here's another one. Does your teenager go into panic when they think they've lost their cell phone. When they think somebody stole it. When they think somehow it's been misplaced for a long period of time for, and cannot find it. Do they become very, very panic-stricken? Not just mad, but but panicky. Do they argue? Do they fight? Here's another one. Do they use smartphones when they shouldn't. Overuse, such as when driving. If smartphones are used way too much in wrong places at wrong times, there's kind of an addiction process going on there. Those are some of the questions to look at. Ask, think about, observe, watch your teenager, and see if there's an addiction process going on within your home, and with the use of a a smartphone, is your teenager addicted? That's really the critical issue. Okay? Now, obviously what we want, from a positive side, what we want with our kids is the responsible and the moderate use of all technology, smartphones. Just the responsible and moderate use. What's moderate use? Well... Most psychologists def- define moderate use as two hours a day. Okay? Now, you might want to give and take a little bit from that, but that's the guideline. Two hours a day. Now, here's another factor that parents must do. They must have what is called household etiquette for the use of smartphones, and which means you don't use a smartphone at dinner time, meal time. At family time, at family discussion time, there are certain places within the home that it's not used. Maybe not in the bedroom. You don't use it in restaurants. You don't use it at family gatherings. You don't do it. You don't use it when the family is doing something together, a family event, maybe such as watching television together or playing a game together. In other words, in every home, the etiquette says there are times when cell phones are not allowed. There are places that cell phones are not allowed. And there are only places where cell phones can be used for a limited period of time during certain times of the day. Okay? Then you also have to consider this. Families must have rewards, reinforcements, given to kids when they use their cell phone appropriately. Okay, sure, your kids use your their phone appropriately. When that's the case, praise them. Thank them. Give them a treat. Give them a privilege because they've used the phone responsibly and moderately. So make sure that that's attended to commended because that's what you want to encourage. That's the accent on the positive, you see? And then also you have to make sure that your child is encouraged to engage in non-technology behavior, free play, reading, socializing in various ways with friends, game playing, working puzzles, talking, conversational times, just a host of different kind of activities. We call that non-technology activity, non-technology family time. Non-technology, teenage behavior. You have to develop those and encourage those on a day-to-day basis. So, smartphones can be a good thing. Smartphones can be used to help with homework. Smartphones can be used to help with problem solving. Smartphones can be used for helping with decision making. Finding out information, doing research, doing studies, doing background checks, getting information available that otherwise you wouldn't know where to look and get it. Av- and, and get it. See, smartphones can have a very, very positive role in the educational success of your teenager, but it can also be something that is horribly destructive relationships, and to other social behaviors that are considered important in the life of a teenager. So give thought to this whole issue of addiction and smartphones. The danger is there, but there's opportunity for good as well. And who makes the difference? It's the parent that makes that decision. As to how smartphones can be wisely used, well used, moderately used, and responsibly used within the home and within the hands of the teenager, wherever that teenager is. It's not a matter of behaving one way at home and a different way at school or when they're not at home. It's teaching a child that they use the cell phone, the smartphone, the same whether they're home or they're somewhere else. The same whether at school or they're out with their friends. You see, it's not double standards. It's a simple, straightforward standard. Cell phones, smartphones are to be used in a certain way at all times unless there are conditions that wherein it can be used differently at certain times and in certain places. And the parent is the one that makes that decision and then reinforces it and then follows through with firmness and just. And um, just making sure that you're fair. Anyway, nice to have you with me today. Thanks for joining us on the uh, podcast as we look at smartphones and the issue of addiction. Bye for now.